Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. Before we start, I got something that I want to talk about that we didn't touch on in the episode just because I didn't know about it until after we were done recording. But we did talk a little bit about Flat Earth. Uh, I forget how this got brought up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember now. You'll find out in the episode. We bring it up. And something that we didn't talk about was this guy, Mike Hughes, who is a... uh, who is, I guess, here, there's actually a great title for him. He is a limo driver and daredevil-turned-rocket maker. He uh, is a flat earther. He built a rocket that had the words flat earth on side, on the side of it. Flat earth on side. It had the word flat earth on side. And he planned on launching himself 52 miles above the earth's surface to prove once and for all that the earth was flat um there's video on this if you look up mike hughes rocket launch he launched in california out in the desert uh just just recently just a few days ago and um he went up 1800 feet he was in a steam-powered rocket that from the looks of the video was just filled with compressed steam he let it out it shot him up and then he ran out of out of steam fuel immediately it seemed like seconds later miscalculated maybe just a little bit and uh ended up coming back down on a parachute everything's fine he says quote uh i'm glad i did it i'll feel it in the morning i won't be able to get out of bed but at least i can go home and have dinner and see my cats tonight so 61 year old Mike Hughes, limo driver, daredevil turned rocket maker, gets to go home to his cats. Yeah, newsflash, no wife in this situation, okay? No woman's going to stay around while this guy builds a rocket to prove that the Earth's flat. And conveniently, it didn't work out. He's the rocket scientist. You figure that he would have known how much steam fuel he needed, but he didn't. He miscalculated, didn't make it. It's a sad day for all you flat earthers out there. Yet another day without proof. But I thought that that was a great story. So you can go check out that video uh, on YouTube and watch this guy's launch. And just imagine being in this dude. Being in this dude's shoes. And imagine being this dude. Imagine being in this dude. It's a flat earth on side. Imagine being dude. And, you know, you're in this fucking... In this rocket that you built yourself, it says flat earth on side. And you flip the switch, the steam shoots out, you go shooting up into the sky. For a split second, you're like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to be up in space or up in the stuck in the firmament or in the ocean or whatever this guy believes. But for that split second, you're like, I'm fucking doing this shit. I'm a person, a little person on this little tiny pebble that's floating through the vastness of space and i'm in this contraption that i built and i'm moving at full speed away from my little pebble and he didn't make it that far but still for that split second it's pretty fucking impressive so shout out to you mike hughes for building that thing at all you know a lot of people doubted him but uh sadly no proof of flat or round earth 
So uh, we we talk about that some more today. We talk about some other things. I kind of forget what we got into, but that's what happens with the weed. I know that this is the last episode before we move into our new studio at Rogue Media 805, which just happens to be today's sponsor, Rogue Media 805. This is a new music studio slash multimedia facility. Okay, we do everything there. You need music done? That's fine. What genre you do? Doesn't matter. We can we can handle any genre. You want to make a podcast? We got that. We got the setup. You want to promote your thing? Come in. Come be on the podcast. You need some. Uh, you need a music video. You need some photos taken. You want to record an audio book? We can help you out. Rogue Media eight hundred five. Check it out on Facebook or on Instagram. You can find rates there. You can message them. You'll get in contact with most likely Roach Clip and he will help you out, hook you up, make whatever it is that you're making sound dope. So if you are in the central coast of California and if you or anybody that you know makes any sort of music or creates anything, have them hit up Rogue Media 805 because they just opened and their deals are out of control right now. This is the best deals that you're going to find, period. Anywhere in the world. That includes third world country deals. All right? This is a great deal. So check them out and uh, and and let them know that the podcast sent you. All right, let's do it. Let's start this episode. The last episode at the old studio before we move into Rogue Media. I don't drink soda. You ready to start this weird ass episode? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. Please have your subtitles on for this episode. Cause it's gonna get weird. My name is Mikey Buya. Subtitles, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm William Waffles. <laughs> I'm William Waffles, and I'm starving for waffles. Mm. Uh, thank you for tuning into the show, everybody. Um, we, we are, we're tripping out right now on, on this video. We're going to get to that in a second, and this will all make sense to you. But first, special announcement. Special announcement. All right. <laughs> I love the symbols in that in that theme song. The special announcement theme for the special announcement, and that is that this episode is, I believe, I'm like ninety percent sure. That this is the last Natural Habitat podcast ever to be recorded at this current location. Oh, snap. Uh-huh. Because next week we are going to be in our new studio, new location, Rogue Media 805. You heard the spiel about them. They're our sponsor. It happened before the theme song. 
It hasn't happened yet in real life land, but in podcast world, it happened before the theme song. Yeah, y'all heard that. You heard it. You heard it happen. And that is the new home of the Natural Habitat podcast. So uh, we're getting the last little piece of equipment in the mail. New home of the Natty Patty. That's right. The Natty Patty. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. That's great. Fucking no worries, Willie over here coming up with them great nicknames. It's some it's something we do good around here. So the Natty Patty has a new home. Dude, I love that. The Natty Patty. (laughs) Right? That's great. Do not forget that, Mikey. (laughs) Note to self. I'm gonna call my answering machine at home. Remember when you remember when people used to do that? This is Alan Alan Rickman. Rickman. (laughs) I am leaving a message. For, for myself. Don't forget to call the podcast <laughs> Naughty Potty. Naughty Potty. <laughs> <laughs> the Natty Patty. So, uh, so yeah. New home for the Natty Patty. At Rogue Media 805. Uh, it's going to be dope, man. This is a whole new, whole new endeavor. Whole new thing. And we're going to be... Uh, we're going to have a bunch of new content for you guys. So we're going to start doing video podcasts again. Now that there's an actual, you know, uh, place and surroundings for me to record a video in that isn't, you know, my room. So I feel good. I like your room. I like my room too. But, you know, one of the main things is that when people come through town, It'll be a lot easier to be like, hey, I have this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on it, you know, you can come by Rogue Media Studios. Uh, Here's the address, blah, blah, blah. As opposed to, hey, do you want to come to my house and record a podcast with me? I'm a stranger. You come to my house. (laughs) I mean, I mean. To be to be honest with you, in the podcasting world, it's not an odd request. No, it isn't. But if I was, if I was, I mean, someone I mean, that was President more. President Obama go to go to whoever the fuck that dude's house is to yeah, do but, his podcast and sit in his garage. Yeah, but Mark Maron. I mean, that's a, that's the fucking president. <laughs> I mean, he sat in some fucking dude's garage. Of course, fucking um, um, um. Mark Marin? Is that what you're trying to think of? No. Jeremy Ritter will do come to your house and do a fucking podcast. Why not? Yeah. He's not true. the fucking president. True. They had snipers on, on Mark Marin's neighbor's roof when the president came. They had snipers. Sn- yeah, snipers on the neighbor's roof. They closed down the, the whole street. neighbors were like making coffee for him or anything. Right? Bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, I got that coffee. Go you pass know? it out the window to him. <laughs> but, uh,. But yeah, I mean like if if you're somebody that is already known in in a community besides podcasting, like say if you're an actor or a comedian or you know some sort of known person, then yeah, it's a lot easier to go to their house. But if I'm someone that, you know, most of the time they've never heard of when I reach out to them, I mean, let's be real. Nobody's heard of me or you. So <laughs> So when we reach out, then it's kind of just like, hey, I'm just yes. some guy that wants you to come to my house. But if I'm like, hey, I want you to come to this studio and you could go online and go to the website and check it out and see that it's a legit place, then you're more likely to come. 
and then I'll I'll still get weird. I'm still gonna pull out my dick or something. Yeah, right. Don't it's think you're to... safe. Don't think you're safe just because there's a nice studio. But no, uh, that that right there is the definition of what a juggalo is. <laughs> yep, that's he'll, right. He'll make it weird by pulling out his dick. Uh huh. And then it's up to you how you do it, how you play, how you play the cards. You know what I mean? Balls in your court. Literally. The balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so before we started this episode, we were geeking out on this YouTube channel by um, a, a I'm gonna say girl. I'm gonna say she's uh, like in her in her like lower low low twenties. That's not how you say that, right? I, I'm going to say that she is a young woman portraying a young girl. Okay. So, yeah, she's in her 20s somewhere, but kind of doing more of like a teenager type thing. But you never see much of her at all. You don't see her face ever. I think you see her chin in one episode. For the most of it, it it's all neck down. Yeah. Well... She has this YouTube channel, Davy Brown, Daisy Brown, sorry, with 29 videos. And she has this monster named Alan. Now, you were the one that told me about this. Where did you find this? How did you, you just stumbled across this on YouTube? Deep in the internet, man. Uh-huh. Deep in just, one of them rabbit holes. Yeah, I was just reading about weird shit. And then all of a sudden... um this huge like thread popped up about Alan and Daisy. And at the time I hadn't seen it. So uh, I'm reading and, and in the middle of it, it's got a video or two. So I'm kind of like skipping through the video. Like, man, this is, this is weird. You know, this is YouTube. Uh -huh. um, and then like one of the last sentences in the article I was reading says, now go watch all of Daisy Brown's videos and don't forget to turn on the subtitles. Uh -huh. So at that point, the subtitles had not been mentioned at the thread at all. So I excitingly pick a brand new random video and click on subtitles. And about halfway through it, you find out Alan, Alan communicates. <laughs> yeah. Now this is very, this is very strange to watch. Um, Almost un uneasy to watch. Mm -hmm. Especially it's like the, the feeding it the pill thing. Yeah, the very first video is is how I feed Alan, and this is a video of uh, of her giving Alan a sugar pill. Here, I'll play. I'll play a little bit of this. Hi guys, it's uh, it's, it's Daisy. Brown. She like shoves it. The camera. She has to like get in there. I'm gonna show you guys how I feed Alan. So she says, "This is Daisy Brown, and I'm just talking into the camera." And she has the camera pointed down at Alan. Who is, never once, never once does she talk into the camera. Never. <laughs> she has, she has the camera pointed right at Alan. He's wrapped up in a blanket, multiple blankets. His face and his strange teeth are hanging out. Um, he, he's blind. In case you haven't noticed, his eyes are very foggy. He can't see anything. She pokes his eye at this point. Yeah. And he, like, reacts to it. Yeah, he doesn't have any sensation there. He was just surprised. So he is blind, and he is a little bandaged up right now. He's having some skin trouble. And um, 
as you can see he's just kind of like nibbling around looking for food so I'm gonna show you his body is very unique he can only uh, process sugar so so the way the angle that this is shot from uh you it's it's pretty obvious that one of her one of her arms or someone else's arm there has to be like somebody helping her film it or something and she's controlling this <laughs> puppet because you never really see like i well i guess in this video where you see the root <laughs> thing you see his whole body yeah you see his whole body on a blanket uh-huh so <laughs> so this thing is uh i'd say his body is what maybe like beach ball sized maybe a little smaller uh, like like ha half of a basketball maybe oh that small yeah it's it looks small compare it to her hands yeah i guess you're right it is pretty small and then he's got a big goofy head and i immediately thought you know this this girl is trolling she figured out a way to make some weird creepy thing and get people to watch it but the way that she talks about it and talks to it the backstory is that her dad is works he's some sort of government scientist no just a scientist just i've never scientist. heard the word government okay and uh, real fancy smart scientist who has a really cool lab where he made Alan. Uh, she's never been to the lab. Yeah. She's only heard of it. Um, he, but, but, but that's just the beginning of this creepy story. It seems to di dive a little deeper with the fact that she's constantly talking about her dad. Uh-huh. And you never, like, like as if he's gone, but in a very ominous way. Yeah. And, and what I've learned from Alan, Alan likes to mock her about him. Yeah, and Alan will grunt, and then the subtitles will pop up, and it'll show Alan's words. Now, these subtitles, there's two different ways to do it. You can either have YouTube auto-generate the subtitles for you, or you can type in your own subtitles, put in your own document like some sort of subtitle document that will yep. line it all up. So I think that it's the latter because the way that she pronounces things and it picks up every single word. And then also she'll add things like, like, like she almost started crying at one point and it said in parentheses, uh, getting emotional again. So, that YouTube wouldn't generate that. You know what I mean? You have to type that in. Yeah. But... And then... Go ahead. And the, the other thing that Alan says is there, there there's pretty much two things he talks about. Taunting her about his dad, her dad. Uh-huh. And telling stories. Creepy. See, I haven't seen a lot of Alan talking. We went it's, through and there, watched a couple videos. There's a specific videos. video called... Um, artistic time yeah and in that one she does some drawing for a little while and then i believe halfway through the video alan picks up the camera and you catch him crawling around the room holding the camera 
Hmm. Is it artistic it, video? Yeah, artistic video. Yes, that's the one. So, I mean, he's he's a bluish gray small creature with I'm going to say like cysts or pimples. Yeah. It looks like all over his body. Um at the dollar store and I saw these or they're crayons but they're in oh sorry they're crayons but they're in um a little see you know something I never noticed I just thought that it'd be a really cool idea. but her hands uh -huh. um, that nail polish I draw I was gonna draw by myself is put on fucking but then I horribly. Decided, you know this now now, 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 to anybody who's never spent any t amount of time, any amount of time around women, or painted their own nails, if you take the time to do it, you don't paint your finger. <laughs> and like three of her fingers were like, you know, you know what I mean? How you have the nail, and then there's that piece of skin. Uh huh. The that cuticle? whole piece of skin is fucking painted over too. Yeah. But her hands look like she's in her mid twenties, so. Yeah, and then the way she talks about markers, I found the. Eh, I was at the Dollar Tree today, and I found these 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 crayons, but they're cool crayons because they're like pencils. And you're like, Yeah, how old are you? And then she says there was a video where she was putting makeup on them. She was like testing out a bunch of makeup on like Alan's stomach and shit. And she said, uh, she said something that really like stuck with me, which was. Uh, you could tell that I'm having fun because I don't, I don't really get any chances to play with makeup. This is my first time. We don't have salons in my town, so right, it's like, yeah. So it's like even even if you don't have salons, like there's no fucking Rite Aid or dollar store. Like you're like little girls, and you're not even a little or, girl. You're a teenager or twenty, yeah. <laughs> right? Even like back home. You know, like, it's not a big city, but they, yeah. you, you know people. Yeah, you never played with makeup ever. Like, so it's that makes me think that her dad is weird. Her dad is like, no makeup, no, like, sexual things. Here's a fucking uh, uh, alien thing that I made, some sort of creature at my lab. Play with that. That's your best friend. <clears throat> right? And, you know, I don't know. You know, these subtitles are obviously typed in, but I don't know if this is what she really believes that Alan is saying. And it's it it could be some kind of social commentary and a, a literal art project, if you would, um, some type of social commentary. But there's there's no loop to it. There's no. There's no fluidity. It, yeah, it. It, it's as if a young girl is making a video. Yeah, it's really you know? strange. Here, I found a strange part in the uh, in the artistic video. So it looks like Alan might have drawn this. And this is yeah, yes, I, I think Alan drew this, and this is what people think is, is her, is Daisy. Yeah, because of the angle. Okay, we need to back this up. Oh, you want to draw with Whoa. us? Whoa! So the queen of the moon cut off her hair and climbed up the rope. Like, yeah. let's see. 
This. So the queen of the moon cut off her hair and wove it into a rope ladder. This is what Alan is saying. So the star queen could climb over and they could talk. But the stars are made of fire, so the star queen burned the ladder when she grabbed it. Did you draw this? How do you know what I look like? Alan! Alan, how did you draw these? Alan, how did you draw these? I'm serious. Alan, how did you draw these? Alan, how did you draw these? She's hitting it. So at this point, the camera's just on the ground. You can't see them. You can just hear them off. The moon queen managed to pull the star queen closer, but they still couldn't reach each other. And the hair ladder fell down to earth. But the star queen thought of something. She wrote a message on a star and tossed it to the moon queen. I have exciting news, everyone. So it turns out that Alan isn't as blind as I thought he was. What in the actual fuck is happening right now? I have no idea, dude. dude. I have not a fucking clue what is going on right now. Okay, now this is where it gets dark. This is a video called Alan Pulled My Hair Out. And this is a minute long. And this is up there. This is a... Uh... Well, this is like somewhere towards the middle of her uploads. Hi guys, it's Daisy Brown here. Um, Alan pulled my hair out. And so, if you're wondering in the next video why why my hair is gonna if my hair is a lot if my hair is a lot shorter, it's because Alan pulled it out. Okay, now there's piles of hair on the ground and blood. And her hands, there's blood on her hand. Uh-huh. And she said, if you, if you notice that my hair's a lot shorter in the next video, it's because Alan pulled it out. Now, we never see her hair or her head. No. So, I don't know why that would be something that we would notice. But The only that, time we've ever seen her was the picture that Alan drew. Yeah. So, this is just one minute. One video, one minute. That she uploaded. I do. I am realizing going through these that these are monetized. So there are ads on these. And she is getting paid. So, you know, this has to be some sort of, some sort of artistic thing or just some sort of weird YouTube thing. Yeah. Like you told me about uh, Poppy. Poppy. Poppy, and I love Poppy now. <laughs> Hello, I am Poppy. <laughs> what an interesting and remarkable question that no one's ever asked me before. I'm boring, you're boring, everybody's See, boring. See, now you need, you need to watch Noah an actual builded. Poppy video. This is like a like super to... cut of a bunch of hers. Mm -hmm. But it gave me, a good, gave me a good feel of what was going on. And I think that I've seen a couple somewhere. But... You know, there's there's weird shit that happens on on YouTube. 
Like I watch I watch H three H three all the time, and sometimes they just do videos of them in their underwear dancing to old hip hop songs, and you know it gets millions and millions of views, and I love it. It's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Have you seen one of those the get wrecked videos? No. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna show you that now. Uh, get wrecked. Yeah, get wrecked. H three H three. You could find that. Get wrecked. Mm-hmm. We're wrecked. We need to skip this ad. You ever watch Good Mythical Morning? All the time, actually. Well, they just fucking laced the ad. Oh, I know. They I haven't watched them in a while since they like completely sold out. They had a YouTube Red show. They're not as good as they used to be. Yeah. So this is just, you know, good old, good old classic fat lip. We got Ethan and Ela busting out their fucking dope ass moves. Look at that. Look at that stretch move. Look at those pigtails. <laughs> so this is just one of the examples. <laughs> oh, he got it. See, so that's got that's got two and a half million views, and that's just them dancing for two and a half minutes. So, yeah. so you know, YouTube. There's all different types of people on YouTube. Lots of kids, lots of stoners, and you know, it's a good place to just put weird shit. It really is. I've so, gotten down, lost down the YouTube hole for many years at this point now. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy videos. Um, took over MTV's place most definitely. Yeah, for music uh, videos. Shit, dude. Yeah, I I used to watch shows on YouTube, like old cartoons that you can't find anywhere, like Static Shock. You can watch pretty much all on YouTube. Yeah, uh, you could get all of the uh, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. episodes on YouTube. I watched. Uh, uh, what were they called? I always forgot, and then I remembered the name because I found it, and I was like, yeah, and then I forgot it again. But it was the future kids that had, like, the flying cars and, like, the big, long, like, pointy hair, and they, like, uh, they, like, left their realm because there was, like, a war, and everybody was getting drafted, and they just wanted a party. So they left and, like, came here. Oh, fuck, I can't remember their names. Yeah, they were called the something-somethings. <laughs> But it's gone forever. But uh, yeah, yeah. YouTube. I mean, I get up in the morning and I fucking pop on YouTube and see all the new uploads and what's come out recently. And I get down on Vsauce videos. I watch like every Vsauce video, and then I just moved on to Vsauce three with Jake Roper. I like Hot Ones. Yeah, Hot Ones is dope. Uh, Sean Evans from Hot Ones was on the H three H three podcast 
yesterday. Uh-huh. I, I just saw the video on YouTube when I was on there. Nice. It was on my main page. Speak- I, uh, I've been having to avoid YouTube actually pretty steadily for the last three uh, months. Because of spoilies? Spoilies, man. I, I'm deep into the... If you're an avid listener, you know I'm deep into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. And I cannot turn on my fucking YouTube <laughs> without having lines of Easter egg breakdowns of the latest trailer. And, and, and we predict that this is going to happen. And I'm like, fuck you all. Yep. I wonder... <laughs> like, stop trying to ruin the movie. I wonder if there's a way to put, like, like a parental block on yourself. <laughs> no Marvel stuff. <laughs> yeah, so you could block certain terms. <laughs> I bet it can be done. And if not, then they should make that. They should make like some sort of add on for your YouTube or just for like for Chrome in general for your whole browser. So that way you can block certain terms and it could be like a no, like no spoilies can be the theme of it. So you can, and it'll only block it for like a predetermined amount of time. So you could be like seven days. I don't want to see anything about this. Yeah. Dude, that's a brilliant idea. I got I got about forty days left, less than less than forty actually. Yeah, till Infinity War. I think you'll make it. You'll make it without learning. I'm gonna, culmination of like two decades of fucking movies. Yep the episode the episode that we do before the movie comes out. I'm gonna look up all the spoilies and I'm just gonna say them all. Oh, dude, I will jump right through this fucking camera and punch you and right in the mouth. You're not even gonna understand what I'm saying, like. Oh, I will. Like until will. like like a like a few seconds in, and it'll be too late, and you'll be like, "What are you talking about?" And then I you'll start absorbing it. You're gonna punch your own fucking computer. Good job. <laughs> Yo, I'll, pun- I'll punch through this little hole. No, no. I'll go through it and come out of your little hole and punch you right in the mouth. All right, calm down. Um. Something uh, something I wanted to bring up that I heard about that I am super excited about. Uh, I guess that there's been a lot of talk and a lot of petitioning, and I would like to officially get behind this petition, and that is to Netflix with their infinite money and infinite wisdom. You know, Netflix is making like billions and billions of dollars a year off yeah. of people's subscriptions. And that's why they could just toss money at all these original productions and make oh, all no, this. Oh, this is Netflix. You're greenlit. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Here's fucking, here's $50 million. Make yourself a pilot episode of a TV show. Right. And, you know, they can have all these awesome things. Netflix originals now, you know, stand up to or beat your HBO shows or, you know, cinematic releases. And I just found out that Netflix has been banned from the Cannes Film Festival because they refused to release in theaters. So they say that a Netflix original release isn't an official release. So the film can't even compete in a film festival. Spencer uh, holds that holds up that that theory because he he says that he he's upset that. They're trying to get Emmys and other awards as well. Who, Spiel- they, Spielberg, you said? Yeah, because they're not in the same category. And it's like, well, they're a movie. They spent a lot of money on the movie just because they don't want to release it in a traditional format and that then doesn't mean it's not a real movie. Yeah, I don't think it's any different at all. 
Yeah, no. And I mean, I mean, hold up. What was it? It was me, Matt, and Terry all watched on Netflix the biggest fucking drop of a movie ever. And that was, um, God, where was that movie? We went to North Korea. It was a comedy. Oh, uh, the interview. The interview. Yeah, that's right. That did come out on Netflix. Yep. I remember that. That was crazy. There's been a lot of movies that came out on Netflix as a Netflix original that were solid movies and solid TV shows. Look well, at Stranger well, that, Things, dude. That was supposed to come out in theaters. And no theater would play it. Yep. No yeah. theater would play it. They're like, we're not getting bombed. Play in your own house. Get your house bombed. <laughs> yep. You can't bomb so Netflix. I, I went and sat in Terry's garage and watched it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, I think that these people are Cannes, Cannes Film Festival is living in the past and streaming online like content, especially Netflix, is the norm now. That's how people get their shows. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing alternative about it. This is like a mainstream avenue for entertainment and i think that these movies and tv shows should count just like any other one a lot of people way more people that i know have netflix or hulu or amazon as opposed to you know cable yeah i have all three i haven't had cable in almost a decade yeah i haven't had cable in a couple years now and i don't miss it i haven't missed a single show if anything i right. found i found more shows <laughs> And I got to see more of my favorite shows. Yep, exactly. Instead of Not just seeing to what's on. Watch, I don't want to watch. Yeah. So. Because that happens with cable. Yeah. I, like, there ain't nothing on, so I guess I'll watch this. I used to pay 70 bucks for, I mean, it's a cliche thing, but for 500 channels of nothing, 500 channels and nothing's on. Right. Like, literally, nothing I want to watch would be on, and I would end up watching you know, Netflix or something anyway. And now I'll just watch YouTube. We'll bring it full circle. If in, if nothing's yep. on Netflix, I just watch YouTube. Mm -hmm. Always find cool shit. Always. Like, uh, I found this out the other day. Oh, I didn't get to my Netflix point. Oh. Netflix should, a lot of people are talking about this and I'm going to jump behind it, should start a show where they take flat earthers and give them a bunch of money and say, find the edge of the earth or find the, the firmament and give them like, you know, millions of dollars, hook them up with pilots, hook them up with, you know, ships, whatever the fuck they need and be like, make it happen, dude. Like people that are adamant about it, like get, you know, Tila tequila, get B.O.B., Get all these like famous flat earthers. Are those real people who believe the world is flat? Yeah, they are. Oh They're, my god, those are two people, and and <sighs> and then you know find someone that's like someone that's like a school teacher or like some sort of like academic or scientist that believes the Earth is flat, and 
which I don't know if you can find one of those, but <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm like, I don't know if those exist. And then like have them and then like a couple normal people. And then one crazy guy that kind of is, is like just clean off a crack for six months. And he'd be the only one who knew the world was around. Right. <laughs> and then have a couple people that are trolls and like know that the world is round, but go on the show anyway. I would do that. I think, I think I, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I, I have enough knowledge about the theory of flat Earth that I would be able to fake it, fake it till I make it, and then just everybody at home. You know how they've been doing the weekly releases on Netflix. Everyone at home just every week gets to watch all these people fail at trying to find the edge of the Earth. <laughs> I think it'd be a great idea. With what you just said is what should make all of these film and industry type companies look at Netflix in a legit way is Netflix is taking the steps to do weekly releases of shows. Yeah, to do a to like absorb the traditional format. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of easing us into it. Yep. With just a few things, not every release is weekly, but I think that eventually it will. It could be. Yeah. Because, you know, like, it is real easy to to lose interest or forget about a show when you watch the whole thing in a day. You know, you have the day off work, mm -hmm. you watch the whole season in fucking a six-hour chunk, and then... You wait a year, a year and a half, and then the next one comes out, and then you watch it in a day. So there's pros and cons about that, because I love having my content immediately. Yeah. And being able to be like, what's happened next? Let's find out and fucking watch it, you know what I mean? But then again, I feel like shows come and go too quick, because you're not invested in this show for three months. You watch it for yeah. a day, and you talk about it. Yeah, that that does change the aspect of things. I mean, a lot of a lot of TV nowadays. Um, actually, I just started watching Big Brother not too long ago. Yeah, and to come to find out that so once a week they have the live somebody gets kicked out. Now each episode is a recap of what happened. In that last, they spend this. Basically, what I found out is they spend a lot more time on the show than I realized. There's like forty-eight something episodes per season of Big Brother. Dang, and they're all forty-five minutes long. Yeah, that's heavy. Like, that's a lot of fucking content, right? And then I, we're, me and my girlfriend are bullshitting about it, and then she's like, "Oh yeah," and they also have a uh, Big Brother After Dark where they show like. You know, after hours, kind of like conversations, them getting drunk, them fucking around. Yeah. And I'm like, so there's like a whole second season per season of the 48 episodes that are 45 minutes long. Yeah. And how many, uh, like, how many cameras? I'm, I, I've never watched Big Brother, but I'm going to say they all live in a house together, right? They all live in a house and they all know... They're being recorded from every angle. Yeah. Bedrooms, bathrooms. Uh -huh. So this footage is fucking... Think about the immense amount of footage that... 
I mean, you're talking about how much footage that was released and how there's a second season for the whole season. Think about how much footage was cut. Like, 90% of the footage was cut. If there was multiple cameras running constantly at all these different angles, you had thousands and thousands of hours of footage. Right. That's insane. Dude, imagine being an editor on that show. That would be the worst job ever. Well, it just makes me think of because Big Brother, um, as opposed to some of the other real reality TV shows I've seen, and I'm going to take this on because I don't know how they logistically work, but Big Brother, all the contestants are in this house, this small compound with no media, no interaction of the outer world. Yeah. Um, I know that there's a lot of other shows like um, – fuck. I'm trying to I'm trying to pick another survivor is kind of the same way because it's a desolate style situation, but look at like uh, a food show, or like the makeup or, you know, FX contests. Okay. Reality shows, those are usually shot in like less than a week. Yeah. So they'll pump out like two episodes a day. And then they'll put out an episode every two weeks and drag it out the entire year. But the entire show was shot in a week. And then you have stuff like, I know this is a horrible example to bring up. I'd much rather use another one, but Jersey Shore is the one that works best. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine, imagine the footage that was never released. Yeah. Think of like, the original, um, not Road Rules, but what was the other one? Uh, real World? Real World. Imagine the original Real World. All the extra footage that they didn't put on. Yeah, just constantly recording. Yeah. That's insane. And imagine, uh, think about back then, how TV was, and how you couldn't really show anything. And you couldn't suggest a lot of things. So think about how much good stuff was just gone, left out. But I want to say that they had to have, if they're smart, they had to have released some sort of VHS behind the scenes, real world, shit gets real or something like that. I don't don't think that ever happened. I don't think so either. Because, Because what they tried to portray to us via what we saw on MTV, they tried to portray as... This is a hundred percent what is happening. Yeah, and I and, and you know, especially now, knowing how those kinds of shows worked, we know that was not what was a hundred percent happening. Yeah, and I mean, it's really easy to take something that someone says or does out of context and show it and mm-hmm. create a whole another storyline. And imagine if you had thousands of hours of footage from all different angles how many times you could manipulate that story. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like they, they do the thing now where... It, give, it gives you the ability to see the real truth of, oh, this guy actually did talk to this dude behind this guy's back, and these guys are teaming up. Uh-huh. Or it gives them the ability to create that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on the first day, these two guys could be like, Hey man, you know, uh, if it gets down to the to the last of us, then we'll have each other's back. All right, cool. Shake hands. And then a week later, dude's talking to a new guy that he has this alliance with, and he's like, "Hey, don't team up with Chris. He's shady. You and me, we got this." And he's like, "All right, cool." 
And then they show the footage of him shaking hands with Chris after, as if it had happened after instead of before. And then it's like this whole thing. And then they can like, yeah. it's like puzzle pieces. So the more they have, the easier it is for them to move things around and create their own story. So that's really the way to do it. If you were to make a reality show, multiple cameras, constantly recording. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. I'd really, I, I, I've always really wanted to be on like, I, I think I could play a good Big Brother game. Uh, Survivor, some of the physical challenges might be a little hard, but I'd like to do it. Uh, I, I think I could do a real good social game I in wanted a lot to, of these contests. I wanted to do uh, The Colony. Do you remember The Colony? Yes, I remember The Colony. Yeah, The Colony is where you you get dropped off. It's like, I want to say it was like 10 people. Mm-hmm. And you're in, they did it in uh, New Orleans where everything was all fucked up from Hurricane Katrina and all deserted and shit. And you just had to survive in some post-apocalyptic style scenario with people trying to break into your camp and steal your shit. And you had to like go and gather water and you had to create some sort of, you know, shelter and all this shit. Colony was dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but alas, the problem. Yeah. I'd be smoking weed all the time. And I don't think they could show that on the TV. Yeah, but I want to say, uh, I want to say that it's not the first time that, I mean, people on reality shows like that smoke weed. They just do it off camera, or well, I would be off camera a lot. <laughs> yeah, constantly off camera. Where is Bill? <laughs> oh, he's he's practicing his saxophone. But weed's legal now, so it could be part of the thing. It could, you know, that could be part of your character. Like, hey, I'm the guy that's constantly off getting high, and they could just show you smoking a joint. Why not? It's legal. You're in a right. place that you're in your residence. Right. And as long as you're in, like, a smoking section, a designated smoking section, and everybody's cool with it, that could be your gimmick. So we're starting a petition to get Bill on Big Brother. It's gonna yep. get it's gonna get real. I don't know how the show works, but someone out there does, and uh, you'll find out. Yeah. So we'll find out how to do it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it for today for the last episode in the old studio. Well, Ricky Ticky Tang Tang. Walla walla Go bang, drift bang. down the YouTube tube. The YouTube tube 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 tube. Tube tube. Natural habitat recordings.